0: The Mutual presents Arch Obelis Plays. The Mutual Broadcasting System has the pleasure of presenting the eighth broadcast of a special 26-week series of plays by radio playwright Arch Obler. The play will be introduced by Arch Obler. You know, radio by and large is an ephemeral act. What happens drives across space and through your radio is set and out of your loudspeaker and is quickly gone with the kill cycle. So 30 short play is especially fitted to the radio media. Tonight we had planned to go to motion pictures one better and do a triple feature, but thirty minutes can't be stretched, so here is a double feature.
1: First
0: feature, a comedy, title: Oscar in Bed. This is what happened to Mr. Bart Reynolds one evening when he returned from work. Come and cry on his
2: lips. Jean, darling, I'm home. I know you're home. What's the matter, darling? Is he okay? Bob, listen to me. What's the Jean? I tried to take you the office you wanted all afternoon. Oh, but don't tell you, Jean. What's the matter? do I don't know exactly how to tell you. Don't. Don't know. Bart, do You and I. No. No. No, what? No. No, all i want got to tell you is... No. There's an ostrich in our bed. That one is all I ask you to do. Absolutely all is open the door and look in.
3: Come <laughs> here. Yeah. How long have we been married?
2: Seven years. What's that
3: got to do with it? It's got to do with why I love you. Never go a dull moment. Do you remember last year when I came home and you announced that you'd gone into the fur business with one rabbit? What's that got
2: to do with And the year
3: before that, you'd gone into the chicken raising business with five roosters.
2: That And the year
3: before that, someone had given you a bee and a flower, and you were going to corner the honey mountain. Will you answer me? What's that
2: got to do with this?
3: Well. No. What business venture is all this in our sense of preamble, Jaden? Mm-hmm. Now, come ahead, let's have the truth. Well,
2: Reynolds,
3: are you insinuating that I'm lying? Mm, my sweet, my dear, my love, I'm only insinuating that it's half past six. Our dinner guest is arriving at seven. He's a man absolutely without a sense of humor. So let's have the joke. Mm-hmm. I'll ask, and then I'll have to at the table Father Aunt Reynolds, you come with me. Uh-huh, goodness, stop the room. Come with me. But where? The bedroom. Yes. I'll
2: show you. I'll show you. <laughs> Here. Look. <sighs> It is an oxygen.
3: It is an object.
2: When I heard the time at the door, I thought to myself, now, who
4: can that be? Oh, so I right. said
2: to myself, now, who can that be? And oh. so I started for the door, and on the way, I slipped and fell. saw that new cell rush is absolutely moving over And when I got to the door, I couldn't open it because it locked me up, so I said, I'll be with you in a minute, and I thought it was terrible, so I knew what was on the other side, but and not... I finally just kept the door open, There it was I... Uh, I tried to scream, but the seemed like in my voice, so I just did, and it just, just walked the... one down the hall, into the bedroom and shot down the bed. That's... And that's all there is to it.
3: But, darling, people don't open their front doors and find offices there. No, boss. Now, horses just just don't walk into people's houses and sit down in their bedrooms. No, boss. Uh, It's preposterous.
2: Boss? Yes. Why don't you tell that to the (coughs) officers?
5: Hello, hello. Is this the police department? Yes, yes, Sergeant
3: Buchanan. Sir. Yes, Sergeant. This is Mr. Reynolds at 803
5: Catalpa Street.
3: 803 Catalpa. A very peculiar thing has happened. I wish to report. This... I'm listening. Oh well, it's this way, Sergeant. What's so all about? The cue is that there's an ostrich in our bed. That is to say, there's an ostrich in our bed. I'm afraid we got a bad connection. What did you say? I said an ostrich has come into our house and he's in our bed. Now, please, won't you send a squad car over here quickly? We're expecting very important dinner guests, and the ostrich ought to be out of here by the
5: time they arrive. Start Sergeant, hello, hello, are you there? I'm here, mister. Don't you think it's a little early in the evening to be feeling so happy? I'm not happy. He's
3: not happy. Who is that? That was my wife. Uh, look, would you please hurry and get some police over here and get this office out of here? Sergeant, did you hear me?
5: I heard you. And I have one comment to make. There's a war going on. The police department is short on health. We're overworked. We're tired. And we haven't got any time for drum. Now, both stick your head in a bucket and do father.
1: Hello? Hello,
3: is this the Society for the Protection of Gun Animals? Hmm? I said, is this just society for the protection of animals? Yes,
1: Can I help you? Oh, you
3: certainly can. You certainly can. Uh, did you pick up stray animals? Yes,
1: sir. A dog or a cat?
3: Well, it's sort of a bird.
1: Male or female?
3: Well, I don't know. I'm
1: sorry. We must have that information. Well,
3: hold a while. Joan, uh, is it a he or she? two? Oh, Bob. How could I know? Hello. Uh, we don't know.
1: I'm sorry. We must have that information.
2: But
3: it's a bird, you, hear me? A bird.
2: I'm sorry. We do not pick up stray birds. Would you be interested in a nice dog?
3: I would not. Now, this bird, could you please? We ca- have
2: a complete selection of stray dogs. The dog is man's best friend. Every home should have a dog. Would you be interested? Mm-hmm. I told you. It's hopeless. We'll never get rid of that bird.
3: It's no use,
2: It's It's
3: almost seven. Mr. Cowboy.
2: <laughs> Mr. Cowboy. Well, Bob, what do we do when he gets here? Told?
3: Are you out of your mind, honey? He's a stuffy conservative institute who writes stuffy conservative newspaper editorials. If the friends don't see you about Sarah about the yachts, what do you think Mr. Talbot will say.
2: Well, we can tell it to him.
3: Gee, mm-hmm. one mention of this hostage, and we'll be in every newspaper in the country. I can't call off this dinner, honey. It's part of um, public relations. So there's only one hope. Did Mr. Talbot sing and get him out of your fast.
2: Dinner. Oh,
3: Bob. Oh, Bob, what?
2: For dinner. I haven't even begun the dinner, Bob. Hmm. Do you think Mister Calvert would be interested in office and Coach?
3: Fundamentals, my dear Reynolds. What this country needs to go back to fundamentals. Agreed. Heard it Calvert? The fundamentals are simple. The English people I congratulate you on your salad, Mrs. Winner? Oh,
2: thank you, Mr. Calvert.
3: Yes, what America means is a simple, peaceful way of life. No, it is Thank
2: you, Mr. Calvert. Thank you,
3: Mr. Calvert. You, you are the teacher. Just the teacher. You, Mrs. Williams, are capable of making a fine
2: dinner. I cooked in the first time.
3: Immaterial and irrefutable. You are capable of conducting your own family life, favorably and the
1: sisters.
3: Thank you. That's all, Mr. It has been my experience that the average American family has too much horseplay and not enough horseplay. The wild and rich, strange, so called shooting, the average American family leads to family, discord, distance, and divorce. Children? Huh? Yes, its powerful. The American home must once again become a quiet city. What's that? What's and I, as soon as not, good, I think it's nice woodpecker. Oh, yes. Yeah. And where was I? An American home. The the American home, which must once again become an institution that's only self-productive. An of <laughs> oh, arsenal of life. There it is again. What is that? The arsenal of livestock.
2: I can't hear anything. Uh,
3: neither do I. Well, uh,. I I did. But so to convince. Let to do self-definance of the home you should get here. This our favorite friend. Huh? Mm-hmm. The jeans and rotters, the jeans and the basement. What about the bedroom? Hello, good friend. Uh, Mr. Coward, have you read a good books lately? I, I mean, uh, about the American home? Just the other day I ran across a book that said... Yes, Just sir? For the moment, I know. This. 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 us let's, let's, let's at the door open. Aren't you going to answer?
2: Oh, yes. Yes, there must be somebody at the front door. I'll go see.
3: Just a moment.
2: Yes, Mr. Talbot?
3: Sound is from Jackson. Oh. Oh, Hello, are you just going to sit there? Hmm? Aren't you going to find out who's in the Well, I. I,
2: Oh, it's no use, but you might as well show him.
3: Show him what? What's going on here? That feathered friend you were talking about, uh, well?
2: We already have it, Mr. Talbot.
3: Even when you see it, there, you won't believe it. But here goes. What is it? goes. Look down the
2: hall and hold on to your hat. Huh? But. Oh! Is it. Is it imposter? Is she
3: imposter? Oh,
2: Look out. It's got out. Don't let it go. It's all right, Bob. Everything's under control. Uh, what? The private has passed out, and the ostrich is eating the salad. Well, Mister
3: Irwin?
2: Well, Mr. Remus?
3: Here
2: we are.
3: Here we are. Who writes your dialogue these days?
2: Oh, what that fellow down here.
3: Tell me, Mr. General. Has anything amusing happened to you later?
2: Oh, nothing, much. Nothing else just yesterday. Anyone we know? Oh, some fellow with seven.
3: Along the boulevard?
2: No, not right over the salad box. <laughs> That's
3: funny, Serena? Hmm. Well, at
2: least we got rid of Mr. Calvert.
3: <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I'm very sleepy. Well, Let us go
2: What's hmm? What bed, Mrs. Lennox? Dodge. It isn't back in the bedroom
3: again. I didn't want to tell you before, but while you weren't looking, it he's back into the bedroom.
2: Dodge. Throw it out.
3: And we've been through that before.
2: But do you admit you're afraid of him? I
3: admit I'm afraid
2: of him. But I'm tired. I want to sleep. Where I sleep? There's always a dopey. Oh, this is crazy. Call the police. Call the fire department. Call, call
3: the it. Society for the Prevention of Dumb Animals. All
2: right. Just wait till it's morning. If I have to call out the wax, the waves, and the stars, out it goes. Out it goes.
3: What is it now?
2: In the morning. Do you think it'll accept breakfast and dance?
1: Bob, go back.
2: Mm-hmm. What?
3: seven. seven, on, please, back. Uh, seven. seven. Here, here, I will you. Oh, you guys I help
5: you? I
2: know. You dreamt there was an ostrich in the house.
5: Yeah, how did you... Oh, you.
2: Yes, Bart, your dream is walking around the bedroom. How do you know I Well, it's a little while ago. Feeling your shorts.
3: The tone of the striping. Bart, listen. What could we do? What? Now, tickets don't be After all, it's only an mm-hmm. ostrich, And the ostrich is a bone. And the bird hasn't got a so... Why should we be afraid of an ostrich? Why? Oh, it's
2: looking at you. I think it's looking at me. I do sometimes. Hello,
1: ostrich.
2: <coughs>
3: oh, where? It doesn't know. Like why, why why do you jump to the conclusion? It, it, it's just lonely, that's all. It's still from a zoo or a circus or something. Obviously, it's a lonely bird. It's got a
2: head like a snake.
3: <coughs> no, 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 on the contrary. I think it's a handsome bird. where the you come, old boy? Oh, girl? Well,
5: well.
3: Look, look, look. Look at this. Do you think it's... Do you think I would not know. Archie, I'm going to talk to you now. Man to man.
2: Well, well. Ah, bless
3: you, sir. Come Now, look, Archie, we're, we're very appreciative about your frightening Mr. Talbot out of here, but she needs me enough Enough. Now, sure, there's a nice cage waiting for you somewhere. Well, <coughs> You're not a good friend as what I do. You, you wouldn't like our social social like people. We like people. The house is always full of people. And you like, you like cyber food. You like, uh, you like, you like, You had me done. Well
2: I'd like him to
3: sit
2: there. Yeah, no, I've done it. Wow. Boss. The way it's looking at us, it. It's as if it's trying to make of its mind. Yeah, we have to stay where to go. That's it. to stay where to go. Austin, oh, listen. We're not the family for you at all. I can't cook. I can't stay. And I can't
3: hmm. Stop that.
2: What are you trying to tell
3: us? We're a same people, aren't we?
2: Are we?
3: I'm going to settle this thing right now. Right now. Dad,
2: where are you going? To open the front door. Now,
3: you this long-neck imitation of a feathered friend. Get the devil out of here, you hear me? Get
2: out! How'd it go? how well, What do you know? What's
1: quick,
2: quick, go and Look. The talking street. Trying to go to the dressing house.
3: The tapping on the door?
2: it's Mrs. Jansen's opening the door. And there it goes in. It running into the dressing house.
1: Wow, that's crazy. Oh.
2: Well,
3: you've had the wrong express.
0: I've just heard Auschwitz in bed. The leading players, Wally Mayer, Merrill Jane Croft, Earl Ross, and the Auschwitz. And now, the final feature of our double feature, a comedy titled, Report to My Relative.
4: It's come to my attention that certain ones of my relatives are very worried about a certain person, namely me. It's come to my attention that certain relatives are saying that when I got off the boat that brought me back in the South Pacific after four years in the Army, including two years combat duty, all I had to show for it was sunburn, malaria, and no go. With all these rumors and worries going around, I therefore wish to take this opportunity, like the politician said, to make a report to my relatives. You <clears throat> know, Dear relatives in the borough of Brooklyn, I give you greetings, like the President said to me on my draft notice. I'm now back in the United States as a return service man, having been familiar with the United States Marine Corps, which certainly even you have heard. Now I will go down on the subject in which all of you are most interested. Billings. Financial. The rumor is right. I got off the boat after four years of service, including three in combat, and I wish to state that my bankroll was shattered in the top of Cousin Eli's head. But before you snatched in the locomotive, which had go up against the door and plug up the keyhole, even tell you a few more of the facts the life of your relative, Sergio Moran. namely me. When I arrived in that state in South Pacific Island due to certain events which took place on a transport going out,
1: namely,
4: certain very bad and unusual passes. I arrived on said island in a very bankrupt condition. This, you will say, is the familiar condition for one suddenly Moran, but dear relative. By this time, I'd been in the Marine Corps for two years. So I therefore cleaned out an old air drum, promoted a certain gas
1: engine,
4: and within a very short time, I suddenly Moran was in business.
3: Factor launches, choke the specialty.
4: This may come as a complete surprise to you, my dear relative, but I, my Moran, was an immediate success. Yes, <laughs> sir, uh, Major, I'll have the church for you in the morning. Okay, Captain, no socks in a car. Fixing the holes in the sacks because you could just this, Sergeant. Okay, I'll turn the cost for
1: you, but that'll be four bits, purple.
4: Inside of two weeks I had a hiring two assistants. I by the time somebody in Washington pressed the button to so a transport subject out of and I had to, like they say, look what a business. I had 1,000 bucks cash in my kick. I got on that transport floating like I had clouds on my A 1,000 bucks. I was in the laundry business.
5: Come on, snake out.
4: Two hours on that transport and I was out of business.
5: Come on, little Joe. No, make my point. Shoot out the
3: junk. That's all, brother. it.
4: That's all, oh, brother. Having no more money, I was asked to leave the game and go stake my tent someplace else, which naturally gave me a lot of what you might call still kind of which to think. This thinking continued for two days and got a time of very large bridge which belongs to San Francisco coming aside I had it all figured out. First, what I needed was some more ice sawed. In case you are ignorant, my dear relatives, which is natural... A samurai sword is used by Japanese officers when they're charging bonsai, bonsai, and it's supposed to be a very slick article for the souvenir hunters, although personally I'll take a baseball bat any time. But, for reasons which you will soon note, I decided that I need one of these here samurai swords, and since I don't have one, I look around, and I took on Sergeant Milligan. First, because he has a very long sword which he's removed from a Japanese officer, and second, because he's a very sentimental character. Hi, Mr. Sergeant Williams, how are you, old kid, old boy? It's said to you, it's on your shake. Remember? Yeah. Sergeant, it's come to my attention that you're the proud owner of two of them there, Japanese Samurai swords. Is that a fact? Yeah. It's to come to my attention that you've turned down a sum of 25 grand for said sword.
1: Yeah.
4: From what I take it you're interested in making a much larger profit.
1: Yeah.
4: Sergeant, man to man, do you love your mother?
1: Hmm.
4: Well, that's exactly what I want to talk to you about. Judge. I have a small proposition for you. A small proposition. If you could ask me, my dear relatives, what my mother, who's been dead ten years, God rest her soul, has got to do with a Japanese sword? I'll tell you, it has nothing to do with a Japanese sword. But as I said, Sarge Milligan is a sentimental guy and when I leave the ship. I've given him the last thing which I owned in the world. This, a Satan-terried eel in some Australia which I've been saving for a safety game on San Avenue, who I discovered from a long-distance telephone call murdered all of 12 hours after I'd been inducted to marry a faking 4F individual waiting for the of Pete grocery stores. And in for years, the terms of these here, the sentimental charge has given me a extra Japanese sword, which I'm still carrying as I go off the boat in San Francisco and which I'm still carrying in all the formalities and the johns were very speedily, if I must say so, and I'm now the chain service man. So, I'm walking along town and before a very prominent, you might say, when a certain civilian individual comes up alongside you. Now, I can see right away that this here civilian is strictly legitimate, looking exactly like Cousin Henry, who, as you know, is a very hard worker and strictly legitimate. The time is now nine o'clock in the morning, and my first day of the return service may have I
5: beg your pardon, I beg your pardon. Well,
4: okay, Mr.
5: I'm easy to convince with. What's on your mind, eh? Uh, is that, uh... You've got a Japanese samurai sword you're carrying. It is indeed, Juggle, it is indeed. Uh, you, you are a return serviceman, I take it. You took it, I... You
1: were...
5: I suppose I shouldn't say it, but uh, would you be interested in selling the sword? Oh, I know it's a terrible thing to ask. I I presume it has a great deal of value to you, but I've always wanted to own a sword like that. And, of course, there wasn't ever a chance of my getting into this war because I'm over 40 and my asthma. (gasps) Could you? Would you sell me the sword? Could you?
4: Would you sell me the sword? At 10 a.m., dear relatives. This certain civilian who looks like Uncle Harry is the owner of one Japanese Samurai thread, while I am well, now the owner of ten bucks cash and one Model A Ford in very good condition, including the paint job and four very good tires in very good condition. Due to the fact that this said civilian individual, a little gaseous weather racking begins, puts the car up on blocks, drains the oil and water, and covers the whole thing with a bed cover like it was at least a it. It's now as I say, ten a.m. And I'm one hour in return service this man's problem, and I got ten cans and one Model 04 with good rubber. What? No gas. I call upon a state of gas rationing board. And gentlemen, even as I was brought across the country from Brooklyn to save my country, take Me, a grateful citizen, Harry, will send me back to Brooklyn out of my work and guns. Yes, I know, I know. My government will send me back by train, but surely you will grant me the privilege of taking back with me the one-minute possession of my whole life, my very own automobile. Gentlemen, as patriotic citizens, I have a small proposition to make to you. At 11 o'clock of my first day as a retained soldier problem, I'm headed south on the coast highway toward Los Angeles in my own automobile which has a very large tank full of gas. It's very nice. I observed the ocean. I breathe in a few lungfuls of air with is strictly empty of malaria and other obnoxious diseases made up to where I've been. And I'm feeling very, very good. At 11 o'clock, my stomach announces it's time to chow. I pull up to a very small hot dog stand with a stand by the crossroads. In the hot dog stand reading a very large book is a very small girl. With a minute she opens a mouth, I think,
2: where am I? Good morning. the afternoon? What can I do for you, you? Do you have anything you want as long as it is hot dogs? you stand there with my mouth hanging
4: open like Cutting Harold, the one I had to put away.
2: Look, mister. haven't you anything seen a girl before? You took me to live under Carol, Avenue? What's this to you? Brooklyn. She's from Brooklyn. She's from
1: Brooklyn.
4: At 12 o'clock shop. I've been trying to call to help, and this very nice carriage I said wait on Cutchman. Okay, Annie, I guess we got them customers and I can show out. to come out. Give us some more of
1: that life history, huh? Well, you
2: say, Pac one of at this, blonde Truckee, and he forgets all about his great love for California and the business, and me, he cleans out the cash register and goes. Oh. Um, so for six months I've been parking here, and that's it. I've got relatives down in San Diego on my side, but who can get there? You mean you want to get away, huh? What do you
4: think? Annie. Um, when people want to get away, how do they go? By automobile. What automobile? And he's standing out there by the curb is an automobile that's had the fine tennis care of a good man in a good home. And because you're from Brooklyn and because I'm from Brooklyn, I have a small proposition to make to you. At one o'clock shop, I am a of a hot dog stand on US Highway one oh one, which is a very main type of artery. Running from San Francisco down to San Diego. At one side of a very large individual who, if he was a woman, would be your partner, expression, a split moment to Cousin Angie, sits down at the counter. While is munching on his sixth hot dog, completely all of fixings? he kind gives him a little conversation. How are the hot dogs, Victor? Well done enough for
5: you? Would you like one tomorrow, Angie? No, i i not Should I like that? Eating hot dogs, you know, i eating hot dogs. You're She's saying what, you know. Mr. I, I just got back from the South Pacific, and I hope somebody's mighty for a down there, but, but
4: I don't know what tribe
5: you're from. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry, I've been so busy these days, I always eat with my mouth full. I said you don't know how lucky you are, I haven't been down in South Pacific. Lucky? You tell me you haven't been here during the war. <laughs> People, some of them would rather lose the war than a button off their shirt. Shirt? What shirt? Any shirt, any assault, any. Yes, sir, you're lucky. What's wrong with you? Ah, oh, a little malaria. Oh, you're still lucky. I got three ulcers. And that's sure these aren't my sheets. I don't care what the laundry my says, these aren't my sheets. Mine were for kale. Huh? All the time you know, and she knows, that all the sheets you ever owned to her name were makes more small flower sacks. So she takes in a small claim store and chooses for for kale. Steve. Mr. Are you in the laundry business? In me, Captain. Good. No, the laundry business is in me. Up to here. It's not a big place, I understand. In fact, just a little hand laundry, but I just can't take it anymore. Why is my laundry back? Why didn't you die my thoughts? You tore all the buttons off my shirt. You gave me the wrong bundle. Oh, my gosh, what I just keep and quiet. Mister, is, is this here peaceful enough for you?
4: Yes. <laughs> I could sit here eating hot dogs the
5: rest of my life. Mister, I have a small proposition for you. Mister, I have a small
2: proposition
5: for you. Be relatives.
4: By 3 o'clock, at that same day, I am in the laundry business. That's all. Like I said before, we always hear rumors and worries going around. I've been very happy to take this opportunity, like the politicians said, to make a report to all of you. The laundry business here is even better than it was down in that state in South Pacific Island. Because here, when the customer gets tough with new rent, don't go. Like you might say, everybody here is nothing but a private, not even TFC, so i get along fine. I already have a thousand dollars in my kit. And if any of you relatives back in Brooklyn get in trouble, just let me know. I, Sergi Moran, formerly the United States Marine Corps and more recently a retained soldier problem, will take care of you. until you get on your feet, I will place you and do your laundry for one month's free at her Rick. Of course, dear relatives in Brooklyn, you'll have to make your own pickup and delivery. Let me close this report by stating that my laundry is located in San Diego, California.
0: You have just heard Report to My Relatives, the leading player, Bruce Elliott. This was the second of two short plays of A Double Feature, written especially for radio by Arch Overler. The music was written by Jordan Jenkins, and the orchestra conducted by Al Sack. Next week, we will bring you Mr. Edler's original dramatization of a new and very unique book, Names on the Land, by Mr. George R. Stewart. This is the story of the origin and evolution of the principal names on the land in the United States. With story, song, and music, this broadcast will tell you of the names of our land, the name, perhaps, of the place where you live. This will be the ninth in a special series of plays written, produced, and directed for the mutual broadcasting system by Arch Ovala.